This is Inside Indiana Business Radio for the afternoon of Friday, December 22nd, 2023. I'm Alex Brown. The Fort Wayne Common Council today approved tax abatement requests for a Fortune 100 company planning to build a data center campus on the city's southeast side. Opponents expressed concerns over potential noise pollution, but Councilor Sharon Tucker said she found no issues when visiting a similar facility in another city. Based on what I saw with my own eyes, this is not the monster that many people are fearful that this project is. The sound decimals that were there were not the sounds that people are fearful for that it is. I know that may not be sexy or may not be what people want to hear, but I went to seek the truth and that is the truth that I'm coming back to share with this council body. City officials said the project will include an initial capital investment of $845 million and the creation of 30 jobs. Columbus-based Cummins has agreed to pay $1.7 billion to settle allegations that the engine maker violated the Clean Air Act by unlawfully altering hundreds of thousands of pickup truck engines to bypass emissions tests. It's the largest settlement ever reached under the Clean Air Act. The government alleged that Cummins installed defeat devices on the emissions control components of 630,000 Ram 2500 and 3500 pickup truck engines for the 2013 through 2019 model years, and also installed undisclosed auxiliary emissions control devices on 330,000 Ram 2500 and 3500 pickup truck engines for the 2019 through 2023 model years. For its part, Cummins spokesman John Mills said, quote, We've seen no evidence that anyone acted in bad faith and we do not admit wrongdoing. Indiana's unemployment rate was 3.7% in November, up from 3.6% in October. The Indiana Department of Workforce Development said today the state added 500 private sector jobs over the previous month. From the number one source for Indiana Business News, this is Inside Indiana Business Radio. Whether it's a new hire or a noteworthy promotion, IIB's Big Wigs and New Gigs serves as a platform to promote your team. Our revamped offering includes being featured on both the newly redesigned newsletter and at InsideIndianaBusiness.com. Subscribers to the Business News subscription save $10 off every listing, plus you can save $100 by bundling your submission to IIB with the Indianapolis Business Journal or the Indiana Lawyer. More at InsideIndianaBusiness.com. Fort Wayne-based Indiana-Michigan Power has reached a settlement with the Indiana Office of Utility, Consumer Counselor, and others regarding a proposed electric rate increase. Here's Gary Dick. The office said that pending approval from the Indiana Utility Regulatory Commission, the utility's requested increase of $116.4 million has been reduced by nearly half. INM first announced its rate increase request in August. Under terms of the settlement, the rate increase has been reduced to $56.9 million plus $4.9 million rider revenues for a total of $61.8 million. If approved, the rate increase will occur in two phases. The first phase would see a typical residential customer paying about $166 per month, an increase of $4.20 beginning in mid-2024. The second phase would see an additional $4.27 beginning in January of 2025. Additionally, INM has agreed to donate $400,000 to the Indiana Community Action Association to help low-income customers limit which days service can be disconnected for non-payment and to set the fixed service charge for residential customers at $15 monthly instead of the $17.50 figure proposed in the initial request. 
Testimony on the settlement is expected to be filed with the IURC on January 9, and the commission is expected to issue an order next summer. This is Gary Dick for Inside Indiana Business Radio. Bloomington-based not-for-profit entrepreneurship center The Mill this week named Paid.Care the top prize winner of its Crossroads Idea Competition. The startup, co-founded by CEO J.R. Ricker, has developed an online caregiver payment platform. Ricker will receive a $2,500 investment from the Flywheel Fund, the venture capital fund for startups created by The Mill. Paid.Care's platform helps family caregivers receive training to qualify for payment for the in-home care they provide for their loved ones. The service is is currently only available to caregivers in Indiana, but the startup has plans to expand it nationally through a mobile app. About 90 days before a person is to be released from one of Indiana's 15 state correctional facilities, the offender will consult with representatives from CareSource to prepare for life beyond incarceration. CareSource Indiana Market President Steve Smitherman says the re-entry program aligns with the company's mission. When these individuals get out of incarceration, they have so many other barriers that they're facing. The last thing they're worried about is going to the doctor for a checkup. So we want to make sure that we're, we're putting all of those things in place, removing all of those barriers so that they then can focus on their health care and go get those checkups and, you know, be not only good citizens of the community, but also healthy citizens of the community. Indiana is the only state in which CareSource runs such a program, a spokesperson said, but they hope to replicate it elsewhere eventually. Langham Logistics CEO Kathy Langham is this week's guest on the Business and Beyond podcast with Gary Dick, presented by PNC, a weekly conversation with high-profile Hoosiers in business, sports and entertainment, and beyond. Available now from your favorite podcast provider. I'm Alex Brown for Inside Indiana Business Radio On Demand.